Thanks for tuning in to the That's Neat podcast. Here, you'll find an authentic community of women who are ready to share their mom hacks and fails. We hope you get inspired, encouraged, and that you laugh so hard you might pee your pants. We're so glad you're here. This is going to be so much fun. How's everybody doing tonight, today, whenever you're listening? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy to talk to you. It's been hours. I seriously just miss you today. I don't know. Yeah. Janelle sent me a photo earlier today and she's like, send me a picture of your face. I miss your face. I do miss your face. That's what happens when you move away from your bestie. I know. And you had glasses on and that was unusual. There for blue light because I'm old and trying to like take care of my vision so that I can see my grandchildren's faces. Oh, so smart. (laughs) Thinking ahead. Thank you. Also, I want to be able to drive independently for a long time. Agreed. Agreed. I don't like getting rides. I've also decided, well, I've already decided I don't like driving at night and it's not, it's not good. I just, I turned 40 and now I just don't want to drive past 8 p.m. anymore. It's because you don't have very many cones in your eyes. Well, so I've realized and learned that I have an astigmatism. Do you have one of those? Oh yeah. I've had one since I was like nine or something. Where the lights get all blurry and whatever. I don't know. Mine's like untreated or whatever. They're like flashy. They're the the lights spread throughout all of space. So it's very bright to me, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. I'm not that good of a driver anyways. So it's fine. I know. It's fine. So pretty soon I'll say I don't like driving in cities. And then eventually I'll have to be home by five for my early dinner. It's okay. It's I hate driving in cities, but not because... Not because I don't like driving in cities. It's because I don't like traffic. For instance, I live in a small town where there's, I don't know, a stop sign on a county road on the way to this school. And it's so annoying when there's like six cars backed up waiting to turn left. And I hate it. And that's traffic around here. And I just (laughs) don't want any part of it. I just want to be able... Basically, what I'm saying is I just want to be able to go directly where I need to go without anyone in my way. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? When people live in a city and then they have to drive three miles and it takes them 45 minutes, I would die. I just would be like, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah. And I hate it when parking's a thing, not because I mind walking from a parking spot, but because of the time it takes. Yes. And then if you have, I don't know, a pile of kids like I do, and then someone forgets their shoe, and then you have to go all the way back to the car and start yep. over. Yep. Not for me. Today, I went to Starbucks with my youngest while we were waiting for my oldest to be in dance. And I had packed some dinners and stuff. It was a long night. And so I said, well, we'll sit outside and I'll work and then you can watch your iPad and then we'll eat dinner and I'll drink Starbucks. And I went 
into Starbucks and I said, oh shoot, I got you a, brought you a juice. We should go get it. And she's like, okay. So we like walk back to the car, go get the juice. Then we go back into Starbucks and then I order. And then I realized that I had given my husband my debit card and he put it just in my center console. <laughs> and so I had no way to pay. So I was like, mm, sorry, can I just like pop out here and then swing back my car. She said, no problem. So I went back to my car, got my debit card, came back and then <laughs> paid and came. So basically, awesome. if you parked at the end of the parking lot to get your steps on your Fitbit, you right. got them all. I know. I would have just left. I was. Can you started. Apple Pay? Are you an Apple Payer? Um, I probably could have, but I'm using my debit card right now instead of my credit card. And I have a feeling all that stuff's on my credit card, not debit. I don't really know. I don't know. Set up on my phone for emergencies because my husband. Right. I've, I I've, I have been at a gas station with $0 or any wallet. And then mm -hmm. been like, that's dumb. And then paid on Apple Pay. And then I'm just thankful for chicken. And I don't know how it works in other parts of the country, but in the Midwest, they just like put your name on a post-it and you have a couple of days to call back <laughs> with your credit card number. That's not where I live, but it's okay. So my mother-in-law actually um, did a Hy-Vee gas station stop and it was when her mom was really sick and had had some health complications. So she was stressed out and whatever. Anyway, she did not pay for her gas. Oh no, she just drove away. Left. And so they called her and her, her husband answered and he was like, did you get gas at Hy-Vee on whatever day? And she's like, yep, yep. And then they're like, we want to, we need to talk to her or whatever. And then somebody said, oh, she's a nice lady. So we knew she didn't intend to drive off without paying. But if you guys could just swing back in and give us some money for the gas. Oh my and then gosh. he like made her immediately leave and go pay for the gas. Cause that's how it is. That's how it is. <laughs> But they were just like, you're nice. You're not a criminal. It's you're fine. not a criminal. You're just a busy old lady who forgot. I mean, she had a lot on her plate that day. Yeah. That's funny. Fine. No, we can't be trusted. Yeah. Someone I know even went to get groceries and like didn't take them with them. And oh, they... yeah. Was that me? Yeah, it was you. <laughs> it was totally you. I think it's happened more than once, actually. I... The funny part is that day you didn't go to the store and buy them and then need to drive up and pick them up. It was like you went there for your pickup order and just didn't get it. What did I do? I, I, I remember for sure. Well, I have actually also gone to the grocery store and not paid, been able to pay. And so then I've left a full cart of groceries at the, you know, customer service, driven home, gotten my money and then driven back. But I don't know. I, I had order pickup and I drove through and I didn't get, or did I go in and expect? And then I was like, I'll swing back through to the pickup line. And then I just didn't do it. I don't know. I don't remember. I do remember you calling driving back. Yeah. And saying, I, I didn't get my groceries. <laughs> yeah. I have not yet left all my things at the store to go discipline my children and then come back you haven't but done I, that I have not oh, yet okay yet yeah but I do have a friend who had to bring her three boys to my house one time um so she could go back and get her grocery order and she oh, was man. not a happy lady <laughs> I did um I'm trying to think I well 
So one year, it was right at the beginning of spring break and my kids were younger. So my youngest was maybe one and I had just lost my voice. And that was, that's hard enough as a parent as it is, you know? And so our grocery store, the one that we had when we lived together had those little green carts, like the little kitty carts, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Her, the, ankle, think, the ankle oh, whackers. I don't, I mean, I get it because it's kids think it's amazing, but it's the worst experience for parents ever every time I see a kid with one and a mom freaking out I'm like don't even worry about it I have three kids feel free to run me over and or whatever so anyway so two of my kids the two that could walk were pushing those and then I had the one-year-old in my shopping cart I couldn't speak and I we were you know and when you live in the midwest or in the north you have to wear a coat because it's 20 below outside but then when you get inside it's normal temperature but you're like should i take all my coat off or should i just leave it on i'm just gonna get a couple things because you're always just getting a couple things and so i'm going through the store and my kids are dinking around and they're pushing and they're fighting and they're arguing over like who gets to put the spaghetti in their cart you know all this stuff so oh yeah my couple warnings and my whisper voice and they're just fighting and fighting. And so I was just so mad. And I finally was just like, nope. And I just took everything out of their carts. And I just left the two carts just like in the middle of one of the aisles. And I took my kids and I hauled them into the cart with my um, my arms. I just threw them in there. I'm just sweating buckets because I have my coat on and it's hot. And yeah bickering and so then I get over by the deli this is like right by the deli area and then all of a sudden someone comes up to me and they go Bryn is that that you and I was like uh yeah turned around and it's this dude from high school that I haven't seen in 20 years that recognizes me that I didn't even know lived in town and so then I was So I was like, oh, hey, you know, and it's like, I'm sweating. My kids are screaming. There's the carts are just left behind because this is just it's over. And um, yeah. And so then I was really just happy that he just caught me at maybe my best moment ever. But I kept trying to give like he recognized you. (laughs) But I kept trying to give my kids like the look, you know, because I couldn't yell at him. So I was like, you need to stop. You know, and like yeah. when, when they have those carts and they're like 20 aisles ahead of you and you're just like, stop, turn around or like I turned, you can't be in front. You don't know where I'm going, but then they can't hear me. So then I'm looking at them like, right no, I don't, but I can't say that because I don't have a voice. And so I was the look didn't it didn't do anything. They didn't you could have an air horn and they're not going to look at you. <laughs> it's gracious. So they yeah, just... freedom and they can pile Tito's and whatever in their little cart, throw everything in there. Mm-hmm. And then they're running into stuff and then they don't know to wait at the end of the aisle. And then you're just like afraid for all the old people there. Yeah. And I just remember just being just sweaty because I was so hot. Yeah. Yeah, And our boys are bruisers. So like if they knock over the wrong older person, they have a broken hip. (laughs) Just a gentle nudge at all. So stressful. And then the grocery stores advertise it like it's the best thing ever. (laughs) You're just like, for who? Is there a liability? Like who has to pay for everything here? if it gets broken oh my gosh I have to tell you that during that story I tried really hard not to say the word like because I've been listening to our podcasts and apparently I say like all the time it's fine it's neat it's neat it's just a it's filler neat. 
If I was yeah. being professional on stage, I wouldn't say like all the time because I'd be trying hard. But since we're friends and we're just talking, I don't know. I guess I say it all the time. So that's just me, everyone. It's neat. It's neat. Um, so there's my um oh, for yeah. you. So Janelle, so Janelle says um. I realize that's my segue. To be fair, it's carefully curated because my mother worked really hard to teach me that I couldn't just say anything I wanted unfiltered. Oh, I had the lecture of like, think before you speak so many times. <laughs> I don't see that in you. So, you must have worked hard because you do carefully. So many. <laughs> uh, so one example of this is I was actually at a wedding and I was younger, like wasn't even in middle school yet, probably. So what is that? 10, 9, 10, 11, somewhere in there. And, you know, there's the receiving line or whatnot where you, I, I don't know if it's different in different parts of the country, but in the Midwest, you just like hug the bride and groom at the end and yep. say your things or whatever. And then they dote over the children. And so I'm meeting the groom for the first time, but our family knew the bride. And I pretty much specifically was like, I don't like you. You're bad oh. to the groom. and. They asked me to repeat it because why would you say that? And I said it again. And then my mom <laughs> melted into the earth. She's like, you mean it. you don't like chocolate cake? Is that what you're saying, Janelle? <laughs> right. It was exactly like that. And then what's funny now is as an adult, I know the marriage didn't end well. So it was fine. I was just judging character. They say animals and children tell the truth. They never lie. Well, that's not true because my kids are great at lying, but that's a developmental milestone. So if you're struggling with that, just know your kids are progressing like right. they should be. That's so great. It's neat. It's so neat, right? Speaking of weddings, you, um, you're having a birthday slash anniversary December here. I am. That's fun. Yeah. So when we got married, well, it's a funny story about how we ended up with our wedding date. It just goes like this. My husband called to see when the church was open and they were like, how about this day? And he was like, yep, that's fine. Oh, man. And then he called me back and he's like, well, they just said, here's a day. So ta-da. How, was... how long did you have to plan your wedding? Mm, six months. It wasn't long. We were just okay. engaged for six months. We dated for six months. Um, got married a little more than nine months after getting married, a baby showed up oh, how and wonderful. the rest is history. History. But a lot of people counted that nine months out very thoroughly because, very you know, um, but when we got married, I had stringent rules when he picked the date or rather when there was a date open that he just randomly accepted, I just said, it has to be separate. I want a separate present, a separate yeah. everything forever. Yeah. Because I just think as soon as you start to lower standards, <laughs> they probably just fall through the basement floor. So I also got married in a week, almost exactly to the day of my birthday. And it's maybe, it might be one of the biggest regrets of my life. <laughs> we also said, you will never buy me a joint present. And he hasn't. But yeah, so at my rehearsal, we actually had, well, I have a couple of funny stories about my rehearsal, but we had like the regular dessert for the rehearsal. And then there was also my birthday cake. Okay. 
because that's an entirely different celebration Absolutely. and there's no way that it could have a shared dessert <laughs> how many but, days um, are you out how many what? how many days are you in between it's the next day oh it's the next My birthday day. and then reason? anniversary so okay for some reason i thought it was like three days okay no oh no. man okay. so and i had our rehearsal was fun so i had a dress specifically for the rehearsal okay. because I had found a dress that I really loved in a shop and then it was outside of what I wanted to pay. Yep. So friends and I searched the internet, found it. It was a bargain price, ordered it. Um, my friend's mom had seen me try on the real one and she lived near where I was getting married. So the dress was actually shipped to her house. Okay. He was my friend that actually set me up with my husband on a blind date. And so her mom had seen me in the dress. The dress arrives, whatever. She opens the box to hang it up so that it's, you know, yep. whatever. Perfect. And she calls me and she's like, this isn't your dress. This is definitely not the dress. But there's a letter. And the letter says, blah, blah, company has gone out of business. And so here is a dress of comparable size and style. Oh, you're kidding. And I had ordered a halter in ivory with all this beautiful gold embroidery. And it was kind of a Christmas time wedding, you know, candlelight, just very Christmas theme, whatever. And it's a bright white strapless kind of plain satiny, not at all the same. And so actually I was pretty upset, but my friend who had set me up was also engaged. Were they already married? I can't remember, but if they were engaged or married at that time, but he was ticked. So we raced to Iowa, look at the dress. It's not the right dress. I'm like, it's a big deal for me. Well, yeah, My husband is absolutely ticked off, gets on his phone, starts calling everywhere. I had purchased it with uh, a credit card from my local credit union. Okay. And so I called them and I'm like, this isn't, they sent me this. It's not the right dress. Can I get a refund? And they did. Nice. They're like, this is a fraudulent, it's not the right thing. Right. You didn't get what you paid for. So I got my money back. Okay. And then I went back to the store that I had tried the dress on off right. the rack. And it was there, it was marked down and it fit perfectly and I had it altered and it was a great wedding and I looked really great at the rehearsal too. Oh, nice. But there are a lot of horror stories about wedding dresses. So if you have one, we'd love to hear it. Yeah. Let's talk about that. I had, um, I had my dress made because I was right in the, I was married in 2007 and it was right in the boom of uh, the, the princess dresses with the strapless and the kind of the corset type top and then the big full skirt and like all the beads and just everything, huge long trains. And I, I had no expectations, but then I um, tried it on, tried them on and I was like, this is not me at all. And so then I realized I was like way more simple. Uh, and so I had to start looking at all these destination wedding gowns and just more like beachy, like just light and simple and no crazy train. I just didn't want it anyway. Okay. So I went and had this dress made and the lady had ideas of her own. And I remember every single time I went, I had to have someone with me telling me what, uh, to do and like, 
hey, nope, this is how she wants it. Nope, this isn't long enough. Nope, whatever. And so I ended up um, having it and it was fine. I, I'm sad that I paid the amount of money I paid for it and it was beautiful and everybody kept commenting on it. But there was a couple things that really bothered me about it. And so every time people said it, I was like, oh, thanks. But in my head, I was like, Meh, it's all right. I mean, it's okay, but it's not exactly what I wanted. So that was really sad. <laughs> but, so are you going to get a different dress when you renew your vows? Uh, for sure. I'm super excited. And now I'm really disappointed because almost a year or two later, all of my friends just had these dresses that I would have just died to have. <laughs> but no, I was just a little... A little too early on the fashion trend. It doesn't matter because you had the groom everyone wanted. I did. You're right. And so my funny birthday story is that we had my birthday. My birthday was on the our honeymoon. And so I we went to St. Lucia. We went to one of those islands and had an all-inclusive. And my husband ordered me flowers from the resort and I got them. I kept telling him that it was such a wasted birthday. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, well, it's a Saturday. It's my birthday. And now like I'm here in this island and I don't even get to do anything with anybody else for my birthday. And it's a weekend birthday. Like you don't get weekend birthdays all the time. If it was a Tuesday birthday in St. Lucia, then that would have been great because it's like nobody ever does anything cool on a Tuesday. But oh. I think he was a little miffed. Like, so spending your birthday with me on our honeymoon and you get this beautiful bouquet of flowers and it's like not a good birthday. <laughs> so well, at our house, we always celebrate the birthday on the birthday. Yeah. And we throw parties on school nights or it doesn't even matter. I know. But you know, when you work and you're in a grown up and you know, your friends aren't going to nearly do as much fun things on a Tuesday as they would on a Saturday. It depends on if you're friends with firstborns or babies. So <laughs> the babies, if you want to have fun. I know, right? Seriously. Yeah. So our daughter who's in kindergarten was supposed to go to an activity tonight and she didn't go because... We had gone to a birthday party last night and then I was late to pick her up because one of our other kids had a concert. And so it was way past bedtime when she got to bed and then she had to be on the bus early and then she couldn't nap after school because we had a football game, you know, life. Yeah. Anyway, so I explained to the person at the receiving table at the event we were at why only one of my kids was there and the other one wasn't. And I said, Oh yeah, she's at home. She was train wrecking. So she has to go to bed early. And the person was not familiar with the term train wrecking. <laughs> uh, that basically means you're sobbing and laughing and don't know what's going on and you just right. need to go to bed. And so. Is that not a universal term? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know she said, Oh, I've heard. That's a train wreck, as in dumpster fire, bad situation story. Right. But she hadn't heard of a person actually oh, personally train, train wrecking. Actively. So she probably isn't even listening to our podcast because she's got it all together. Ugh. But I was just like, listen, sometimes we all train wreck and we all need to get a little extra sleep. So, right. Yeah. I feel like a really wise friend told me once that if you're not crying in the shower, you're not doing it right. It's true. Um, also, you were that wise friend. You know that, right? Yeah. Everybody just needs a good shower cry once in a while to let the tension out. Yeah. And what better time than the holidays to enjoy a nice warm shower? <laughs> right. They're approaching. Everyone's got their things. It's it's hard. What are you buying? 
t-shirt gifts, all the things. There's so much. And there's so many activities and there's so many things going on. It feels like you're just running ragged and everything's trying to be special and exciting. And you're just like, you know, what's what's special and exciting sitting on my couch and not doing anything. Oh my goodness. It's just frosting. And then I have always said, I love Christmas cards. You send Christmas cards. And I I just, every single year after Christmas, I'm like, I am going to start sending Christmas cards in July and just say Christmas in July. I'm sending you this card. Remember me in December when you send yours out, but I just, I can't do it all in December. And then every year July goes by and I'm just like, wow, that was really busy. I should have sent Christmas cards. (laughs) And then I didn't know. I have a friend who's a graphic designer and every year it's an elaborate handmade card of some kind. And I know her list is long. It's Uh. crazy. And it's so fun. I do that thing. I don't like hole punch them and put them on a ring or whatever. I just throw them in a Ziploc bag and put them away with our Christmas decorations. But it's so fun to look back and see how everybody's family has changed. So do you have, how many years do you have in your Christmas stuff? That's a good idea. Um, Well, I only save the best ones. This is terrible. This is terrible. People that I love the most or the coolest cards, or I might steal an idea from this or whatnot, um, or that one didn't get spilled on or whatever. I probably have, I think I have some going back to the first year we were married. Um, So very early into our marriage, actually, um, one of our very best married friend couples, the husband passed away super young, super unexpected. And so it was like all those little mementos just became that much more valuable to us. Right. Probably earlier on than happens in some other people's lives, I would say. Yeah, I would agree. So it's fun to pull those out every year and still see those faces and things. Did you have some other fun or nice sentimentally things that you do? Um, well, I'm so glad you asked me that. I know you don't like sentimental stuff. It's funny. You wanted to talk about nice sentimental things. I did. Well, I just have a couple of tips that I figured out along the way because I do like sentimental things, but I don't like clutter and stuff. Yeah. I don't need any more of it. So a couple of my favorite things that I've done are um, I have a niece and a cousin who had gotten married and they both had really cool, super cute bell, like, I don't know, shaker favor things at the wedding, okay. cuter or different than just the regular ones. Mm-hmm. And so I saved them and stuck them in my Christmas ornament box. Uh, and then I just stick them on my tree every year. And my oh, one cousin's cool. wedding has a whole, like, I don't know, they wrote out the poem or whatever. And it's just something little. And every time I put it on the tree, I think about it. Once in a while, I'll send him a picture and be like, oh, I'm putting this back on the tree. It's super fun to think back to your wedding. And they had a fun boat cruise dinner thing that was a lot of fun. But just little mementos like that. And then uh, we had actually a very special grandma in our family who passed away this year. And that was really hard for our kids. And I saw a thing about the clear ornament balls and you know you've seen people put like the baby hat and the baby bracelet from the hospital in there and then it becomes a Christmas ornament or your graduation tassel but I actually dried the flowers from the funeral and stuck them in there oh nice a few and then I just gave them to people 
that they were important too. And it's just like a nice extra little memento without, it's not expensive. And then I had the clear balls and I actually had some flowers from my niece who just got married's wedding. And I stuck one in there and did a like first year of marriage ornament or whatever. And oh, it's cool. just inexpensive, but it's a fun memento. That takes a lot of um, foresight because <laughs> well, that's really cute. I love that people think it's super special and amazing because I let a flower basically sit around on my counter and get really dry. And then I stuck it in a plastic ball. <laughs> well, if you have those plastic balls, then, you know, yeah. it's like, it's easy. You could just do it in like in March, you know, and just have it and then be ready, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I actually, this is maybe the most above average thing that I do. Uh, and that is, I, actually take those clear balls and then we take strips of fabric and then uh, at the at Christmas time we write all the things from that year and then we label the ball so we'll say like 2016 and like different things that we did or that we remembered uh, throughout the year as kind of a little time capsule oh I love that yeah so that's I kind love of it yeah and then you can go back and pull them out and look at them you know as you get older and and kind of along the same lines, you have some cool embroidery from in your family that you did a wall project with. I did. Yeah. My great grandma has had done, I'm sure everybody has this, but both of my great grandmas did a lot of embroidery on their sheets and pillowcases and, you know, things like that. And so I just couldn't throw it away. I mean, and honestly, I would use the sheets, but they're the kind that are all wrinkled. And so, you know how our grandmas used to have to iron things like, oh, yeah, I can't, I can't. Iron. And elastic is so much better now. Yes. So I uh, took them and I cut them out and I put them on embroidery hoops and then I hung them on our wall, like an art project. So I have one that's this just gorgeous peacock. I have another one that's a, like a bluebird, two, two different bluebirds. And I have another one that's, I think, like a floral scene. But uh, it's kind of funky and different. And we had it in a cool little corner of our house. Uh, and it's obviously not like decor I would normally pick, but it it's special. And I like it because they worked really hard on that, you know? Yeah, I love, I hate finding unfinished projects like that at garage sales or something. Yeah. But um, I think that's really cool. And it's just like, it's such a lovely sentiment. And whenever I see stuff like that in my home, then it's really meaningful because I picked out what was the most special to me and it makes it easier to part with the other stuff too. Yeah. And that's kind of the decorating style I've started taking on is just just surround myself with things that I love and that make me feel good. And whether or not it just really is very pure one, you know, matchy matchy, it doesn't really matter as much as does it make me feel good? And do I love and have a feeling, you know, involved in it? Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think yeah. it's probably time to wrap it up for well, tonight. Yeah. You should probably tell me what's for dinner. Oh, for dinner tonight was frozen pizza nice, and McDonald's drive through because I just couldn't get everyone to all the activities and feed everyone. But I did pack a ton of fruit and healthy snacks for before the junk food loading. So it's really funny to me because our idea with this what's for dinner is that you ask me at least two times a week, what's for dinner? 
because I don't know, you want to brag about how you put something in the oven or whatever. <laughs> I do. I feel really good. Okay. Let's ask our viewers this. Is there anything you do that makes you really feel like you've won the day, no matter what happens? Cause there's two things that I do. If I have my bed made and I have dinner ready, it doesn't matter what happened in the rest of the day. I've already won the day. Yeah. So the last, I don't know, all of the podcasts. <laughs> I keep saying because we record on the same night and it's always my busiest night. Oh, it's just really funny that you're just like, I make a roast every day of the week, except for this night we're having McDonald's. Our moms, our mom viewers already go through the drive through. <laughs> we're supposed to be. Well, inspiring. just wait we're... then because next time I have a new, a new to you recipe. Ooh, it's not new to you at all. Never mind. You've made it before, but it's delicious. Well, we made uh, a pasta bake where I just had, I had a thing, a gluten-free pasta, a regular pasta. And then I put it with mozzarella cheese, kind of like a ziti. Oh yeah. Uh, We had a busy sports night and I was able to make that ahead of time. But uh, my husband, I can't remember if I've said this, but my husband has high cholesterol right now. So we're trying to work around some of the normal things that we eat. And so I, I put ground Turkey in with our sauce and I don't know, surprisingly, I don't dislike it. I actually kind of like it with the sauce, even compared to just putting ground beef in there. So I had some ground, uh, Turkey in there and I was out of onions. So I put minced onions. I don't know. Garlic. How is Turkey economically right now? Prices on everything are so everything weird. It's just so much. I don't even know. It's no, it's a lot. It's like six oh. or $6 a pound. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. So crazy. I know it is crazy, but it's like, I have to buy it. So I just, I don't, I don't look. Yep. Yep. We got to feed the people. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. But, well, well, anyway. So I just, uh, we should probably let everybody know that our Instagram is up and it is hopping and we have a lot of fun posts and a big community there that is waiting to hear from you. And we want to see your wedding dress fails or whatever it might be or stories. And we want to know about you. So join us on that's neat.moms on Instagram and follow yeah, us. And uh, while you're at it, tell us how you win the day. Yeah, tell us how you win the day. We're going to have a post about that coming up. So, uh, and then on Facebook, we also have That's Neat Moms, and uh, we'd love for you to join us over there. So, thanks for joining us tonight, especially during the hustle and bustle of this holiday season. We're just really thankful that you are with us, and we look forward to hearing from you this week. Bye. Bye.